All right, shall we get started? Yes, sir. I think you should start the episode, because I did last one. I don't know how to fucking start it. What? I don't know how to fucking start it. Okay, just start it like this, all right? Just listen to me do it, and then you do it, okay? Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Polar Opposites. I'm your host, Nam's Compendium, here with our co-host, and then I'll be like, yo, I'm that boy, Aqua. What's up, fuckers? Right? Okay, now, okay. now you do it. Buddy, I already forgot the very first thing. Just say hello. You, I'll, wh- you fucking do it. I don't no, care. no, no, you, you, no, because you got to do it, Nick. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Polar Opposites. I'm your host, Anam's Compendium, and joined with me is my good friend, uh, that boy Aka. That's me. Hello. That was good. Hello. Yeah, it, uh, it only took us like ten minutes. Uh, according to my uh, audacity, we're at seven minutes and thirty seconds, so we're not. We're 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 actually we got good time right now. Yeah. So, all right. Let's uh, let's start off, Nick. How are you doing today? Um, I'm doing all right. I just posted my Kingdom Hearts two video today, and I'm coming close on my like my free time ending, where it's like, okay, I got to get back to work now. Yeah. I actually already set up the uh, the template for my next script skeleton too, so I got to work on that. Uh, Ooh. At some point. And what's that on? Uh, that's going to be on Persona Q2. But at the same time as that, I think uh, I'm about to reach the point where I'm going to hit that epic YouTube milestone and try to hire an editor. Ooh. It's a big, that's a big jump. Big jump, yeah. And I got to... I'm, like, really, like, worried about it. And I'm going to totally be, like, one of those, like, it's got to be perfect sort of things, right? Like, I plan on putting out, like, uh, almost as if an application, like, requirement. Yeah. Where it's, like... I'm looking for an editor. I would like to see a portfolio of someone you've worked with before, and then we can discuss, like, rates and, like, how long it would possibly take for you to do a certain, like, length of a video or something. Do you think your anxiety around hiring an editor is because of my horror story from when I tried to do it a while back? (laughs) Um, Are you sure you want to talk about that? Fuck yeah, I do. Okay, let's let's hear the story. Dude, I'm sorry, I just hit my mic. So like uh I don't I don't even know how many subscribers I had at the time. I can probably find out, but I um was working on videos and and school was just like like always a pain in my fucking ass. And I was like if I had an editor, I could probably get videos out faster. And so then I said, I put out a thing. I was like, "Hey, uh, I'm looking for an editor. If somebody's interested, uh, you know, shoot me a DM." And a guy shot me a DM and he said he'd do it for free. I'm like, whoa, that's cool. And I said, like, you know, I'd want to pay you, but I, I just don't make enough. Like, because at the time I wasn't making that much. And even still, I, I don't think I I make enough to pay super, like, high premium fees. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So then uh, this guy's like, all right, great. Uh, just let me know when you have a video for me to work on. So I send him a video. And my instructions were very simple. I was like, just place clips on a timeline and do like a cool swoosh animation every now and then. Cause that's all my videos are. And I said like, I'll send you all the footage and you just do it and send, send it back to me. Pretty, pretty simple. I think. Um, and this guy came at me with such a good like resume. He was like just about to graduate from like editing school or some shit. Like he, he had a degree or almost had a degree or something like that. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I'm not going to say any names, but it took him about a month to to edit a 30 minute video, and it was it was bad. I, I I'm trying to think of like a light way to put it. It, it wasn't good. <laughs> um, 
And so for reference, right, like a 30 minute video, the fastest I've ever done a 30 minute video has been a day. And why did you get it done in a day, Nolan? We'll we'll get to that part. Point being, <laughs> all right, on, on a normal schedule, i.e. me, I, I think I work at a decent pace. And I think you, Nick, you also edit at a, at a good pace. We, we could do a 30 minute video in like a week. No problem. Yeah. And that's like and honestly, it would be more like we could do three days if we're hustling. Yeah. Um. But then this guy took a month to to get back to me. And the preview he sent, it was like there were certain parts where there was just no audio, like like a third of the video just had no audio whatsoever. And I edited the audio for him. Like, I I, I don't know what happened there. Um, Some of the footage was like corrupted in the render. There were like a lot of visual glitches and a lot of editing choices that just didn't look very good and like i gave pretty decent instructions to say hey uh don't you know don't try to go outside the box just do what i would do like if you need reference look at all my videos like just place clips right and like things like when i would put text on the screen i would just put text this guy would put text and then a big red box behind it oh i remember that yeah and so it was like oh my god he had said that it was for readability uh, and I, I get what he's saying with that. Like, I, I think it does make it more readable. But I think stylistically, I was just, like, so thrown off by it. Yeah, it looks like the um, the Tomb Raider 2013 subtitles. Honestly, don't even fucking say the word Tomb Raider. Um, that's, that's a <laughs> different conversation entirely. Quick side tangent. By the way, in Rise of Tomb Raider, the subtitles look good now. They, they realize they, their they, mistake. Well, they, they gave you an option to have the ugly ones from the old game, but they have, like, a normal-looking one. Uh, I hope I hope the uh, the third one keeps that trend too. Like I hope they they keep the ugly one just like forever. Well, the ugly ones are nice because they're high contrast. So if you're like really like it's tough for you to read, then then I think it is nice. But I think striking a, a balance between accessibility and style is is really important. And a lot of games do that really well, but Tomb Raider does not. Anyways, um, so I get this video and I was so disappointed in it that I actually and I don't even think it was fully done either. Like, I think there were a it lot wasn't. of missing clips. Um, and, and so I said, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'm just going to do it. And what what I felt weird about is I had told this guy, I was like, look, I'll give you like, I think I think the deal was, I was like, I want to pay you, but I know I can't pay you like a proper rate. So what I'll do is I'll give you 20% of whatever the video makes in the first month. Um, and, and I mean, for, for those who are YouTubers, you, you guys know that like the first month is generally where most of the money gets made on a video. Unless you just have something that like crazy pops off and in which case there'd be something different. But uh, a point being, I was just like, you know what? I, I, I don't even want, I, I don't want it. I'm just going to do it myself. I was so, I was so frustrated and I, I ended up giving him 50 pounds uh, to, and, and just said like, you know, just take this for your work. Um, but, and I just said like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to. And then the guy got fucking sassy with me. He was like, what, what, so you think you could do better than this? And I'm like, well, well it's not that, I, like, I was just like, I guess. <laughs> he's like, he's like, that's all you're going to give me? And I'm thinking, like, you said you'd do it for free. Like, what the, what the fuck? And then, <laughs> and so this is, I was like, look, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it all myself. And he's like, you're going to re-edit the video yourself. I was like, yes. And, and so that next, so I, that happened. I was pissed off. I went to bed. I woke up the next morning, fucking fire in my eyes. I took G Fuel for the first time, and I went to fucking town. Hard in <laughs> Premiere, baby. 
And like, I edited that 30 minute video on a fucking day from like, it was like 10 o'clock in the morning to like fucking 4 a.m. that night. Like just went crazy on it. And so then I post on Twitter that night. I'm like, hey, I just finished the video. It's going to be up tomorrow. And he messages me again. He's like, you really finished the video in one day? Didn't you just like reuse my video? I was like, no, I didn't. And, and I, truthfully, I didn't. I re-edited it like from scratch. And he's like, and you think that what you did in a day is better than what I, with my degree, did in a month? And I was like, yeah. I never heard. And, and, and then I can't remember how it ended, but he, I think he just said something like, mm, all right, we'll see. And this video has a very, or this uh, story has a very happy ending because one, I'm just trying to pull it up really quick. That video has a lot of views. <laughs> it has uh, 231,000 right yeah. views. So <laughs> we had a happy ending. And the happier ending is that because I came into contact with Gaming Wins, he hooked me up with his editor, Sean, who has been literally out the gate a fucking dream. Like, um, and maybe it's because, like, to be fair, I'm paying Sean more. Like, I pay Sean, like, a, I don't know what a st- what the standard is, but I'm definitely paying him more than I uh, was going to pay the other guy, which was nothing. Um, <laughs> but, like, Sean is so fucking good all the time. And that's why I think even if you have a horror story like I did, you should keep searching because you'll, you'll find the one. Finding an editor is a lot like dating, man. You got to find someone you mesh with. I play Fortnite with Sean, so we're, like, basically married at this point. And he just bangs it out every time. You, you work so fast and so well, and it's just, mwah, love it. I don't know how we got on the side tangent. Uh, it's because I mentioned I was going to go find an editor soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, and if, and if the editor's seeing this, no hard feelings, man. <laughs> I, it's all good. I, yeah, that I, was like almost two years ago. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I'm not going to sit here and and say that I I wasn't, that I was, like, happy with the editing job, but uh, to be honest, I I don't really care. It's like, I'm over it. I don't think, I'm not trying to say that, like, this mysterious editing person is, like, a shitty person. Like, he he was, he was, he was a nice guy up until the point where I said I didn't want to work with him, and I think he was probably just upset because he put, you know, weeks of time into something that I ultimately wasn't happy with, and I, I, I can't imagine I would be very happy in his position either. Um, a quick thing I wanted to, I actually wanted to say this like 10 minutes ago, but you know what I love, Nick? What? I love a nice, busy day. You know, a nice, busy day? Yeah, like a busy day where you just, you just get a lot of stuff done. Like what I did today, listen to this. I wake up 7.30, okay? For gamers, that's the fucking ass crack of dawn. I, I get up, brush my teeth, deodorant, cologne, get out the door. I get to class. I realize class has been canceled today and I could have slept in. You went all the way to your schooling yes yeah the, the and isn't that a hours. far yeah, yeah like a far journey yeah so um thankfully my mother works nearby and so i just hung out with her at her office for most of the day but i i read a book by nigel short on how to play chess uh and then i also read a significant portion of a book that i'm reading called super fans um which just talks about how to just connect better with your audience and then i got sushi with my mother I met with an accountant regarding some uh, some retirement fund stuff uh, and like setting up like savings accounts and whatnot. And now I'm here recording the podcast. And then after this, I have plans to play Fortnite with a uh, fellow YouTuber. His name is uh, Blue Boy Finn. Nice guy. I like him. And then after that, I'm going to get some footage today. And it's like, I, I just like having a, a busy day where you're just kind of doing shit, you know? 
like you mentioned when you finish a video that you have a lot of free time like you get like those few days where you can just kind of chill out but it's like at the end of those few days don't you kind of feel like you're like oh i guess i should be like doing something yeah at the end of those few days you you get to that like mindset where it's like i feel like i'm wasting time (laughs) yeah i should probably do something productive today but yeah so i i i came home and i i just felt satisfied like i felt like i I did a lot of uh stuff today i also wrote a few pages of my uh, script i'm working on a rise of tomb raider script right now significantly better than the first game and i actually recently put out a video on the first game and i want to i want to put out an update on the uh on our last uh episode which was very long ago I mentioned that I released a Dying Light video that was a 9 out of 10. And I just want to say the story has a happy ending. It turned out to be a 1 out of 10 after like two weeks. And I think I actually said that in the video or in that episode. Like, I, I think I said it's just going to perform really poorly for my core audience. But once it reaches a wider audience, it'll probably do better. And that's exactly what happened. And it is currently sitting at 334,000 views. So I'm, uh, I can't complain at all uh, regarding that. But the Tomb Raider video, what a fucking piece of work that video is (laughs) so first thing i noticed with this tomb raider video is that i said laura croft instead of lara croft um and i i'm gonna be straight with you lara croft has always been fucking british and so i thought it was a british accent thing like you know how you british people out there you motherfuckers you guys say aqua instead of aqua so lara laura you know what i mean Mm. Or like Tara, Tara, you know, you know what I'm saying? Tomato, tomato kind of thing. Yeah. Um, everyone on the fucking planet does not agree, <laughs> and <laughs> I, I'm getting so many fucking comments on the video, be like, "Oh, you can't even pronounce your name right, fucking loser," and like, <laughs> I so, and I'm getting a lot of hate on that video because I compare it a lot to Uncharted, and rightfully so. All right, I make a fucking damn fine case for why this game should be compared to Uncharted and why it ultimately is. But there are so many people being like, "No, you're fucking wrong. This game had this game's way better than Uncharted." And I think what that what ultimately is happening is there are these people that are very nostalgic for Lara Croft. Sorry, Lara Croft. Fuck me. Uh, people who are very nostalgic for Lara Croft, and rightfully so, because it, it, you know Lara Croft in the PS One days is a fucking huge character, and 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 I have nothing but respect for that, and and I love the character in the reboot, and and in the older games which I'm now playing through, I'm I'm loving the character still, but I think they're just hooked on to that, and so if anyone doesn't love the character, they like freak out and say it's just because you don't get it, one of those things, mm-hmm. or maybe that's just my way of coping with uh, making a bad video. But I don't know. I think the video is good. I think there's just a few things that I, I fucked up on, most notably the name. Um, but thankfully, I'm, I'm working on making a compilation of all the times where another character says uh, Laura instead of Lara in the uh, in the reboot series. So then I can show it to people and say, shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> and I actually had that moment with uh, Batman Begins. I made a Batman Begins video. And in that video, they say Ra's al Ghul or in that in that game and that movie, they say Ra's al Ghul all the time. And so I got to say, so don't fucking correct me and try and say it's Ra's al Ghul because you're wrong. And I'll, f- I'll, I'll die on that hill. <sighs> Anyways, that was such a long-winded opening. I apologize. Let's talk about a different game series. This time, the Blue Blur. Nick, uh, I want to ask you, what's your background on the, uh, on the Sonic games? Like, what's your history with it? My history with Sonic? That is a, that is a tale as old as time. I've actually been a Sonic fan since I was a kid. I think my first, like, exposure was probably either 
Sonic X or um, my neighbor owned a GameCube. So I got to see Adventure 1 and I never owned a GameCube. I always had a PS2, so I never got to like play it much. So growing up, the most I knew of Sonic for the longest time was it was Sonic X. I think the first Sonic game I ever like played a lot of myself was probably Sonic Heroes because I rented that a bunch when I was younger because that was uh, that one was on the PS2. I can't disconnect the like that game from that Crush 40 concert where they like <laughs> put the microphone to the crowd during the Sonic Heroes theme song and nobody sang oh. it. No, one guy did except he was like screaming. Oh man. It was that that is a fucking legendary video. That's all, that's like a I'm not seeing enough movement level cringe. <laughs> Dude, that whole Sonic 25th anniversary 20th or 25th one of the fucking two that whole like event was like a disaster so fucking funny I love it but was your what how were you first exposed to Sonic the Hedgehog I was first exposed to Sonic the Hedgehog in the computer class of my Christian private school that I went to as a child Mm -hmm. um where they found a uh (laughs) a we found the first Sonic the Hedgehog game online it was like a flash game or whatever and I don't remember mm. much of it, but I remember fucking sucking at it. Like, I was... Ho- oh, was it the Sonic Ultimate Flash? Some people probably listening probably remember what that is. I don't know. All I know is it had Green Hill, and I could barely get past Green Hill. Um, mm. Because, also, fun fact, growing up, I didn't play video games at all. Like, I, and at that point in my life, I was almost entirely playing video games in the computer class. And this is, like, grade one, grade two, or some shit. Like, we're supposed to be learning how to type. Yeah. And it... Yeah, so so I mean, I had no video game experience, and I never thought much about Sonic again until I got Sonic and the Black Knight for the Wii, mm-hmm. um, and I remember playing that a lot. And by the way, I don't know the timeline for this. I think Sonic and the Black Knight was next, but because I never played the adventure games. Yeah, so I played that, and then I played Sonic Unleashed and liked that a lot, also for the Wii. And then I stopped playing Sonic until I rented Sonic Generations in like 20, I want to say 2015, maybe 2016. Didn't like it, returned it like the same day because I was just so bored with it, which is weird to think about now because I think I've I've replayed it since and I ended up liking it a lot. I think it was just a bad day. And then (laughs) the most recent, oh no, I played Sonic Heroes as a kid. Okay, wait, no, no, no. I definitely had Sonic Heroes for the Xbox. At some point before Black Knight, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, sorry. Okay, so that's where. So Heroes, Black Knight, Unleashed, Generations. I played Generations 3DS leading up to the release of Forces, and then I played the fuck out of Forces. And hot take: I actually, I'm not gonna sit here and say that Sonic Forces is a good game. All right, but I like Sonic Forces. And uh, so, so my introduction and I guess familiarity with Sonic is primarily with uh, what most would call modern Sonic. And by the way, I never played 06. I, um, I just unlocked a sacred memory. Ooh. I used to go to a daycare when I was younger, like a lot of kids did. Mm-hmm. And they had, they actually did have video games there. They had an N64 and I actually played Smash 64 quite a bit with the kids there because um, I remember... Uh, I remember fucking picking Ness all the time because I thought he looked cool. Oh, you're such a loser. But they also had... Um, this is a pretty... Th- I wouldn't say obscure, but it's not as known. 
there was a PC version of Sonic 3 & Knuckles that was on CD-ROMs. And that one has... It, it has, like, different music in some areas or something, but I don't remember that. I just remember that is actually the first Sonic game I ever played was the PC version of 3 & Knuckles at that daycare. Wow. And they also had, like, Rayman 1 on PC there. And I actually... Uh, you said you never, you never got to play 06. I actually did growing up. <laughs> That was one of the first PlayStation 3 games I ever played. Oh, fuck, really? And I thought it was the... No, here's the thing. I thought it was the coolest fucking thing. I would have thought it was cool, too, because that came out, well, 06, so... Yeah, and I, I remember playing in 2007. I was I was eight years yeah. old. No, yeah, and if I, I was eight was years so, old, I would have thought it was dope, too. I thought it was so cool. It looked like, at the time, I was like, whoa, this looks like real life. And look how fast he can go. I still think the CGI cutscenes in that game look really good. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember playing that and like, <laughs> because I was, a, I was a stupid kid. I remember, I remember liking it. So for the longest time, everyone said the game was terrible. And I was like, it was it. <laughs> I thought it was good. Like, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. At least you can that, uh, realize that it was bad, though, in retrospect. Pardon? At least you could realize that it was like not that great, though, in retrospect. Oh, yeah. It's like. That game sucks. <laughs> There's no, like, deny. It's hard to fucking deny that. It's, like, buggy. It's super, like, rushed and unfinished. But it's, like, it's... Who cares? It's so far removed at this point. Who cares? And because you felt like expanding, like, further on your thoughts, um, I remember I played uh, Generations not too long after it came out. Mm-hmm. I actually played Colors Day 1. I remember that. Never play Colors or Ultimate, the the definitive version of the game. Uh, you, should, you should slap an asterisk on that uh, sentence you just said there. Yeah, I remember playing Colors. I played Colors DS, which was basically like Sonic Rush 3. I played um, Lost World on the Wii U. I remember playing that. And I did get Forces. I didn't play Sonic Boom. Oh, dude. Sonic I didn't, Boom. I never played Sonic Boom. And to this day, I still haven't played it because I, I know it's bad. But I kind of want to try it. We could play it together. Yeah. But, um, and yeah, just, I, I played Forces also when it came out. Because I remember, um, you, me, and that one other person were going to do, like, a commentary type of thing. <laughs> and we never finished it. Yeah. I remember playing it when it came out. I don't even, I don't think it's bad. I also don't think it's good. I think it's, like, the most, like, average, middle-of-the-road, pretty forgettable experience. I like, think it was I, amazing. In every sense of the word yeah i, I genuinely you, but... don't remember like pretty much anything from forces and i've played through it twice the graphics were cool i can i don't remember i just remember like that was that was the hallway game where like it was just a straight line you held a button the whole time no it was like temple run you had to go back and forth sometimes it's like temple run it's like 50 dollar temple run yeah so here's a question for you then now, now that we've kind of established our, our background on, on the games and the character, you know how there's old Sonic and new Sonic? Yeah. What do you think's better? That's a complicated answer. It's, um, I would say that old Sonic has had better games, like more consistent quality, but I like how new Sonic or current Sonic, whatever the fuck you want to call it, I like how... Modern Sonic. Weird and experimental it is. I like how it just tries to do different things. And like, it's varying quality, of course. But it's like one game. It's like okay, let's just like try to put in like this action combat system in it, just like just see how it works. And this other game, it's like let's give him a sword. It's like okay, sure, let's just see if it's any good. 
Like, I don't... There's a lot... There's, like, this talk about, like, oh, why doesn't Sonic just, like, do the same thing over and over again? It's like... Because that... No, no one would like it after a while. Mm-hmm. Like, there's always this sense to try to, like, do something fresh so that people remember it at the very least. And people do remember it. People talk about these... People talk about Unleashed still. And that game is 14 years old. That is an old-ass game. But people remember it, even though it's like... You, you, you get the side that says it's bad. You get the other side who says it's good. I personally think it's good. Also, I don't care who you are. Sonic and the Black Knight is fucking dope. Sonic and the Black Knight is fucking sick. And people who game. hate it just hate fun. True. And so I, I, I feel like whatever your answer is, it kind of just aligns with when you grew up. Because I grew up playing the modern Sonic games. And so I have fonder memories of Black Knight, um, of Unleashed. and <laughs> But like... I also just, I've never been a fan of 2D platformers, generally. I mean, I'll play them and I'll enjoy them. Like, and there has to be an interesting twist. Like, obviously, there are exceptions to this. Like, Hollow Knight's great. And, you know, I got big respect for Metroid and and whatnot. But, like, I don't give a shit about the 2D Mario games, mostly. And same goes for, for Sonic. But the, the modern ones are more 3D, even if there are hallway simulators. Like you said, they do cool stuff. Um, although I will I will admit, Sonic Mania was good. It was a good game. Mm-hmm. Very good game. Um, so further question for you then. What do you think is the best Sonic game? Definitively. Definitively the best? Yeah. Hmm. And... and, and by the way, I, I know we have like pretty mainstream views of the of the series. Like obviously somebody's gonna be like, Oh well actually Sonic Pinball X Super Ultra only released in fucking Romania was the best version of Sonic like you know what I mean? You don't have to you know, you can just say whatever the mainstream one is. You don't have to pull out a deep cut. I'd say that um the ones that I always play the most, that the ones I actually do get go back to play are heroes adventure 2 and generations those are the three that i've played the most and this isn't just like across the years this is just like in my adult life i have actively played those games and Mm. i think out of all of them maybe heroes strikes the best chord with me like the people go oh that that game the stages go on for too long blah 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 it's like i just like its main central gimmick of switching between characters on the fly and finding out the best time to switch characters and also how to properly use their abilities. I just think it's, I just think it's fun. Just like replaying it a bunch, like just knowing the level design and just playing it a bunch. I just think it's fun. And that's all I really ask for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cause we've seen reviews of people who are like, Sonic Forces sucks because the story sucks. <laughs> it's like, and it's the most insane thing I have ever seen in my life. Like again, I'm not gonna say Sonic Forces is good, but I think it's kind of a you problem if you go into a fucking Sonic the Hedgehog game looking for a good story. But may- maybe that's just like maybe I'm out to lunch on that. I would say my the ones I replay the most or the ones I've played the most overall. It's Forces actually. <laughs> 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 forces is up there generations oh, for sure really like generations and as a kid i forgot to mention this but i played the fuck out of shadow the hedgehog i did too i still fucking own it i and, and i think that counts because even if you don't play a sonic that's a that's a fucking sonic game like through and through that is 100 percent a sonic game if i had to say the best one i'd say it's generations 
Yeah, just because that's it's, a fair answer. It strikes that perfect balance between the old and the new, and it's literally set up to be the best game because it's only picking the best stages from the older games. But I actually think the remix of City Escape that they did for that game was fucking stellar. Mm-hmm. But if I had to, honestly, I think Forces is up there only because I've put enough time into it to enjoy it at its fullest. Because I feel like yeah, that was your first Switch game. That's my very first Switch game because it was the only one I could afford. <laughs> oh my god and i played the shit out of it because like let me tell you all right i i think sonic games and and this applies more to the older ones than it does the newer ones i think are at their best once you've replayed the levels a few times like once you get to a point you know where all the pitfalls are you know the best route you know where all the secrets are and you can just fucking fly through a level like i think the most the i remember my favorite part of sonic forces is there was i think it was like the first or maybe second classic sonic stage i played it and it took me three and a half minutes to beat it the first time and then i saw this challenge uh because the game had like daily challenges for i don't know unlockables or something and it was uh finish that level in under a minute and 20 seconds and i was like how the fuck am i gonna do that and i had to refine that run so many times i spent the whole day playing through the level again and again and again and again and i'd be like okay so if i go the bottom route it's a little bit slower than going the top route and then and then it became this muscle memory game it was it came like a it became like a rhythm game like i'm just holding right pressing jump at the right times and and spin dashing here jumping on enemy here fucking you know what i mean and it was Mm -hmm. so rewarding especially like being able to lower my my time lower and lower it was just really neat I think the only thing that, uh, I don't know if Generations did this, but I know Sonic uh, Forces did this. They capped, mo- or not modern, they capped classic Sonic's speed, and he's kind of slow. Yeah, I think the only ones that did that were Sonic 1 and Forces. Yeah, I don't I don't know why they would do that, though. Yeah, uh, I don't know why either. Because I remember, there's this part in Forces where you go down like a hill, and then... <laughs> You're supposed to go up this ramp at the very bottom of the hill, and because his speed is capped, you get, it, it, you can't even make it up the ramp. <laughs> like, if by running normally, you can't make it up. You have to roll down the hill, and it's like, yeah, most people are gonna roll down the hill anyways, but you have to. If, if you run, you can't do it. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> it's so messed up, man. So uh, here's another question for you: What do you think is the worst Sonic game? Uh, probably Secret Rings. I was going to say the same thing, and I'm surprised you didn't say 06. No, because um, I'd say that 06 can be... 06 can be fun under very specific, like, circumstances, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think 06 has good level design, and I think that some of the characters are pretty fun to play as. It's just that there's a lot of 06 that's, like, not good. And yeah. if you want to play the good parts of 06, I really recommend the... Um, the fan-made uh, PC port that's being worked on. It's called Project 06. It's a very good port. Fixes up so many issues and is actually pretty fun to play. Yeah, I want to try that. Yeah, but um, Secret Rings is a very sluggish game that does not control well really at all. <laughs> and I, I can think of like a couple of points where... If you play Secret Rings with these, like, abilities equipped on this specific stage, doing this specific mission, then you can have a good time, but it's, like, there are so many, like, asterisks to that sentence, I can't in confidence say that it's good. 
Yeah, I I, uh, I I would completely agree. I think my reasoning was just variety. Really? Like, yeah, I, I mean, Secret Rings, you're just doing the same fucking shit over and over. Like, you just run, yeah, run down hallway and, like, I'll admit, I haven't beaten the game and I haven't even played 06, but I, I've watched many videos on 06 and many playthroughs. Um, so I, I'm at least familiar with the game. And um, it seems like 06, despite being awful, and, and again, this is like a circumstantial thing. I think if you have a friend with you, 06 could be a genuinely good time. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it is like the fucking room of video games. It, it's like the equivalent of watching a bad movie. Yeah. Like, with a friend, but you're like, you're just playing a bad game. I would also say that um, 06 is better than Shadow. Really? Yeah. I, Shadow the Hedgehog is... Well, it's so boring. I haven't played it since I was a kid. Is it is it, is it going to be one of those games where I revisit and I think to myself, why the fuck did I like this? Yeah, it is. Oh. Uh, even as a kid, I didn't like it that much. I just wanted to finish it because the final boss, you get to play as Super Shadow, and I really wanted to do that. I don't know if I've ever finished it as a kid. Yeah, you have to do like all 10 endings. Because I had it uh, for the GameCube. Was it on GameCube? Yeah. It was on all three of the. Uh, those, it might have been PS2, but I didn't have a memory card, and I couldn't beat the game in one day. So I had to, I had to take an L on that. Uh, speaking of GameCube, I, now I just remembered this memory as a kid where I, I played Melee on my Wii, but I didn't have a memory card, so I left my Wii on for probably like a month straight until <laughs> I was able to beg my mom for long enough to buy me a memory card. Oh my god! And it's because I unlocked Mewtwo, and so I was like, I don't want to lose this because. For, to unlock characters, you either had to do a bunch of... <laughs> you had to do these really hard challenges, and I couldn't do them because I sucked at video games. Uh, but what you could also do is just play enough matches. And so it's like you had to play like a thousand matches or something like that. So I would set it to like one stock and then just oh. kill myself instantly. And just I just gr- grinded it out. I did that too. Also for Mewtwo, uh, Mewtwo, I'm pretty sure it was like you had to have like a certain amount of play time just in general to get Mewtwo. Has to have 20 hours of versus matches. Um, oh, and the time is reduced by the number of human players in said matches. One player requires 20 total hours. Two is 10, three, six, and f- uh, 40 minutes. And four players requires five total hours. That's actually not that bad. You know what that means? What? The the 100% speed run of melee requires you to have four controllers plugged in. Uh, and if you're a melee player, then chances are you don't have any friends. Damn. Well, you do, but they probably all go the local preschool. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think Secret Rings, awful, awful, awful game. Generations, great game. Heroes, great game. I also don't get the hate behind Heroes, but I have not replayed it since I was a kid, so I don't want to go too far out on saying that it's like that those people are wrong. But something interesting about uh, Mr. Blue Man is that he got not one, but two pretty fucking good movies. What do you think about that? Well, like every good reviewer, you have to say uh, Sonic the Hedgehog had a rough transition to CG. Uh, we all know how it went. His uh, his now dubbed ugly Sonic in official media. Um, we we all saw the trailer, and you know what's funny? Um, I remember this. You and I were still genuinely excited to see it, despite the model at yeah. first. Because when the trailer came out. Despite the fact that the model looks so fucking bad, we were like, dude! Yeah, because it's like, this is a fucking Sonic the Hedgehog movie! And like, okay, I think looking back on it, the model is horrible. Oh, and yeah. I, 
and I think it only looks so bad because they fixed it so well. But like when we when we first saw the model, I think I was like, I genuinely thought to myself, I'm like, I could get past it. Like, yeah. I think the rework that they did is perfect. Like, it's so fucking good. But um, yeah, I, I don't really think. Uh, yeah, that that ugly Sonic, as they've now dubbed it, thanks to Chippendale, is just really, uh, really bad. But we saw that fucking movie. Was it opening night? I don't know if it was. It was. It was the day it came out. Wow. And yeah, we, we saw, saw that it. movie. Yeah, it was on Valentine's Day. Yeah. You, you and I saw it together. Uh, I did at least bring my girlfriend, but uh, I don't even know if we. Yeah, I think we were. I had you on one side of me and her on the other side of me. Yeah. And then Nick, he, he was in the theater and he, he yawned, put his arms up. And then when he put these arms back down, they just like rested over my shoulder. I shoved my hand inside Nolan's popcorn bag, fished around for something. Yeah. I, I cut a hole into the popcorn bag prior to. <laughs> oh, these taste saltier than usual. But so what did you think of the first Sonic movie? Um, I think the first Sonic movie is a perfectly fine movie. Like it is a good children's movie. Like, I don't think it's like great. Like the first one. Really? Yeah, like, I was entertained, but, uh, like, I, I haven't even, like, really thought about rewatching it at all. Uh, the first movie has ruined the song Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. I think it improved it, actually. <laughs> this, Fair that enough. That first fucking trailer <laughs> with the song. Dude. I love I, it. Uh, I'm just thinking, like, you know, I actually thought the first movie was great. And I think yep. that's because my expectations were so low. But it, something, and this is present in the second movie as well, is that you can tell the people who wrote the script and, like, everyone who worked on the movie were, like, fans of the series, you know? Oh, yeah. And things like, uh, just, like, little trinkets lying around Sonic's room and Sonic himself is really cool. I like that they went with this idea that he's, like, a kid, mm-hmm. which I think is a, is a lot better of a way to take a movie, a lot, of, a lot better of a direction to take a movie compared to just making him a a like faux badass like the modern games do where they like they try to make it seem like oh sonic's so fucking cool you know what i mean like yeah sonic's like that 90s like kid sitting outside the skate park smoking a cigarette but, <laughs> and like, they can't even change it at this point because then everyone be like why why'd you do that yeah but yeah i think uh the Sonic in the movie where he's just like, like he, he flosses twice in the fucking movie. Like, that's great. I love it. Like uh, Sonic would totally play Fortnite in universe. And, and I, I, I'm like, I thought, you know, I can't remember much in the movie. I will be fair, but there were just, uh, the movie had a lot of personality. Like, I think one of the underrated parts of both the movies is the relationship between Eggman and his assistant. Who's like in love with him. <laughs> I, I love that part of the movie. And I remember our viewing experience for the first movie was really good. And I just want to throw that out there. We're going to come back to that later. Uh, yeah, I thought the I thought the movie was really good. W- was there anything about the movie that you didn't like? Um, uh, I thought that um, for the most part, what we what we saw in the trailers, they kind of like really didn't have much in terms of action in the movie because a lot of it was shown in the trailers. Mm-hmm. And a lot of like the high speed stuff you would expect was from the last part of the movie. Like, the, the chase scene, like, in the city where he goes pretty much all around the world. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was really cool, but we saw most of it in the trailer. Yeah, that is true. I, I, I know a lot of people will disagree with me on this, but I actually I actually like the the humans. Like, the, the, the people, uh, what's it called, that are just, uh, like, Sonic's parents or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that was that was a good, good balance, you know what I mean? 
because, and maybe I'm really off base with this, but I feel like if it was just Sonic and only Sonic, he would get grading as fuck, which he like borders on all the time. And I know that's part of the character, but like, it's kind of like how Spider-Man gets grading after a while. Like mm-hmm. he, he's meant to be kind of annoying. Unfortunately, the human element was uh, done worse, in my opinion, in the second movie, which is where I want to move to next. What do you think about the second movie? I think it's a lot better. Oh my god! Okay, good. Same. I think it's. I think it's just way more interesting of a movie. Oh, I I've seen so many people say that the first one is better and that the second one was like a lot worse. And I, I think the second one is like way better. I think there's certain parts that I like more in the first movie, like like the bar the bar fight in the first movie. I I liked more than the bar dance off thing in the second movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I yeah I thought the second movie was really good. Uh, any any particular thoughts on the second movie? Would you would you like and not like about it? I liked I liked that they got the actual actress for Tails from the games to voice the character. Mm-hmm. But then Tails wasn't really in it that like as much as I thought he'd be. Like there's a large chunk of the movie where Tails is just like not there. And like it is there? Like, because like he gets like knocked out or something. And then like Sonic is like, "Oh, I don't I don't want him to be with me cuz I it's my fault he got hurt." Yeah, so he, he's like, just not there for like the second act. And like not even all the second act, I'd say. Cuz like he's there at the beginning to to rescue Sonic from Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. And then he gets knocked out after the snowboard shit. And then Sonic does the shit at the temple. Okay, yeah, I guess that, that's like the whole second act then, that he's gone, yeah. Wow. Uh, I wasn't expecting Knuckles to have more screen time than Tails. Yeah, you would have thought they'd save that for like the third movie, you know, and Knuckles yeah. kind of thing. Maybe I'm wrong here because I don't know all the Sonic lore, but how much development can you really give Tails? We don't even need development. I just think characterization's more important. And I think that what we do get of Tails is fine. Like, I like Tails. Mm-hmm. I just would have liked to see more of him. Uh, how'd you, what'd you feel about, uh, is there anything you didn't like in the movie? Uh, pretty much all of the wedding stuff. That was pretty, uh, pretty lame. The, the only thing that I liked about the wedding was how... I know what you're saying. I know what you're gonna say. They, they show, they, it was meant to be to establish how the government was watching them the whole time. Everyone was in on it, apparently. Like, everyone there was, like, an agent, including the pastor, who in his holy Bible has a fucking gun. <laughs> Dude, that is the funniest joke in the whole movie, hands down. I do not think it gets funnier than that. Like, it's like a gun-shaped cutout. Oh. <laughs> and it's a fucking chunky ass gun too. Like I it might have been a stun gun. I don't I don't fucking know. It, it, just, it doesn't matter. It's still it's a weapon. <laughs> but it's just like the delivery of it. Like I I think both the Sonic movies are are funny, but like that was the only joke to make me audibly laugh out loud in the theater because it was just like that. Like because I don't like laughing in a theater because like I I, I want to be quiet for the most part, but like I I actually went like <laughs> like it's so fucking good because like it, it's just like she's looking around, all these like security guards are like pulling the guns out and whatnot. She's like. And she looks at the pastor. She's like, what, you too? And he doesn't say a word. He just slowly opens the Bible and reveals the fucking gun. <laughs> that shit's so good. I like the movie a lot. I think um, I think the movie dragged a bit in the uh, in the end of the first act. Like when they're at the uh, the bar in Siberia. Is that right? Uh-huh. I can't remember where they were. But uh, they, they were in the snowy place and they're in that bar. I, I was kind of... I thought it was cool. Some people thought the dance-off thing was cringe. I think it's just like, I don't know, it's a kid's movie, get over it. I thought it was fun, but I I, I was kind of like, 
wanting them to move along. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I thought the action was a lot better this time around. The final fight was great. Uh, we were unfortunately spoiled going into it, and obviously spoilers for anyone watching. Uh, we were unfortunately spoiled that uh, Supersonic would be in the movie. Yeah. Um, and I kind of like that they let Supersonic just be fucking busted. Yeah. Like, they don't... Because I feel like, you know, if you have a, a, a show... Or, sorry, a, a t- or not a TV show. Fuck! A uh, movie about... Uh, a, a superpower character or a character that sort of has this like ace in the hole they still nerf it a little bit um in, in the it sense would make it look like there would still be a struggle yeah like i mean i don't mean this as a point of criticism but you look at like thanos in infinity war and endgame like there's there's certain things where you look at the fights and you're like he could have easily just used the stones to win that instantly Mm-hmm. Like he did not have to like fight with fists to to win against fucking like Iron Man, Captain America, regular man with like who's like strong versus guy with fucking meteor throwing ability. Yeah, and it's like you, you you're not going to tell me that, and it's and you have to do that because the writers have to make it like threatening on yeah. both sides. They have to add the tension, but when you have something like um. And the reason why it worked for Thanos, I think, in the end is because he actually does win. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone's expecting, like, no, Avengers are going to fucking pull it back. And so when a main character has something like that, um, i.e. It's, like it's like the complex behind why you can't make a good Superman game. Because you have to weaken Superman and you have to actually make him struggle. But the whole point is that he's just, like, insane and can kill anything. Yeah. But in Supersonic in the movie, they, they let him go fucking crazy. And, like, he's actually unstoppable. There is no, like, struggle. He just, like, immediately wins. And I think that's cool. I think it's a lot better than being, like, he barely wins, even with all the chaos energy, you know? Yeah, no, they just just have him fuck it up. Yeah. And and I I thought that was satisfying, even if it is, like, I don't know, some people might say that's, like, bad storytelling. I don't know. It subverted my expectations. Yeah, overall, I like the movie a lot. I actually didn't even mind the 20 minutes of just humans, which a lot of people criticized. I, I agree that it's like, you know, we're, we're at a Sonic movie. Let me see Sonic. But it, I was like, I wasn't getting too tired of it when I was watching it. But in stark contrast to our Sonic the Hedgehog 1 viewing, uh, we had the most fucking annoying audience <laughs> in the theater with us. I wanted to fucking pick this child up from his seat and just throw him out of the theater. Oh my god. It, it was so bad. Uh, fucking tell him about it, Nikki. Okay, uh, so we saw the movie a few days after it came out. So people were still, like, coming and seeing it. Families were still taking their kids and all that. Mm-hmm. And growing up, I, I'm pretty sure you were told this. Like, proper, like, movie-going etiquette from your parents, right? Like, oh, don't, like, try not to scream or whatever. Try not to... <laughs> make too much noise people are trying to watch the movie sorry really quick on that i was taught that by my mom and i don't think i mentioned this my dad has the worst theater etiquette ever <laughs> he talks in the middle of the movie he's on his phone in the middle of the movie oh my god and like what my dad likes to do when we see a movie is he'll explain shit to you that just happened so like <laughs> if we're watching like uh john wick and he like kills a guy he'll lean over and be like no did you see that you just you just killed that guy oh and, really and, yeah and i'm like yeah yeah i know and he's like do you think, do you think like he, he's going to make it? I'm like, I don't know. Just watch the movie. Like, 
it's like let's play uh commentary yeah and it's like i, I get the whole you know you want to like because like i do that i'll lean over or like and like say something that i think is funny or like mm-hmm. in the theater but my dad's like really bad about it but i love him uh but yes i was taught proper theater etiquette growing up so we're seeing uh me we're seeing this movie we're sitting in our seats just watching it normally and then at some point i forget when this started to happen but the there were a group of kids behind us at least i'm pretty sure it was a group of kids it was like a mother with a few kids okay i didn't see i didn't see any other parental figure there was at least i know it was definitely at least two of them because they were totally talking to each other and there was at least an adult present i would assume so i looked behind on multiple occasions with a fucking scowl (laughs) anyways like like not too long into the movie they just start talking about the movie like like one of them saw it or something before and they're seeing it again and the whole time they're like talking about things that are about to happen in the movie and we're just generally being really annoying about it like there's one scene where tails faints from something it's like meant to be like a like a it's like a punchline to a joke and leading up to the kids, like, oh, Tails is gonna faint, Tails is gonna faint, Tails is gonna faint, Tails is gonna faint. And then he faints, and the kid's like, bah! <laughs> and it's like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> like, oh. I... And they were doing this the whole movie. The whole I- I'll never movie. forget it. There was this one, <laughs> one point, I'm sitting next to Nolan, and the kid does something. I look at him, and he just glares at me with, Dude, like. Because they were kicking my seat, too. At that point, oh. they kicked my seat, and I was starting, starting to get so mad. <laughs> I fucking looked over at you. The I was so angry. Uh, but I think the best part about all of that was that there was a family in front of us too. Oh and yeah. The kid, their kid did something like kind of loud, and the dad leaned over and said, "It was like, hey, buddy, uh, you can't do that. Like, like, tr- like, getting him to stop." And the kid stopped. Yeah, the kid was good the whole movie. Like, and and, and so it was just like, not only did we have the fucking worst shit behind us, but then we had someone in front of us who just like did it right. I don't want to do another episode where we talk about fucking movie theater etiquette, but geez, fuck off. Because that's, that's two movies now. Uncharted was fucked. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was fucked. I'm going to go see Multiverse of Madness this weekend, and somebody's going to be in there like, hey, yo, this is the part where this person dies in the middle of the fucking theater. I just know it. <laughs> so what are your closing thoughts on the Sonic the Hedgehog series, uh, specifically regarding Frontiers? What, what do you think about Frontiers? Do you think it's going to be good? I know we don't have a lot uh, of information, but uh, how are you feeling about the future of the series going forward? Um, I wouldn't say I'm pessimistic about it because Forces was just average. It's like, I'm not really... Like, I'm looking forward to trying it myself, but because they've been so, like, tight-lipped about what Frontiers even is... And that's supposed to be coming out this year. Like, we don't really? really know anything about it. That's coming out this year? Yeah. Jeez. Like, November or something. Of course, man. Broke November every fucking year. Like, it's supposed to be coming out this year, and we don't really know anything about it. Like, it looks like it's trying to be, like, open world from, like, the one trailer. But we don't know. I think, um... But another thing that's coming out in, like, less than a month... Like, in, it's coming out in June. Is this, like sonic origins collection which is like it has one two three and knuckles as like a collection thing but it's a bit of a hot topic right now or at least it was was its pricing why 
because it is grossly overpriced. How much is it? It's fifty three Canadian. Fuck off. Yeah, Sega for the past like bit with their remasters, they've just been fucking overpriced or just not good. Sometimes both. Actually, all the times both. Yeah, Sonic Colors Ultimate was not a uh, a great a great uh, remaster. That wasn't a great ma- remaster. Fucking um, Nocturne HD wasn't a great remaster at all. And I'm counting that because that's still published by Sega. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that that was overpriced as fuck. Yeah, and, I wonder where oh, I could and, find an in-depth review on that remaster. People who know who I am probably know my thoughts on that already. Hopefully, and if you don't, anyways. link in the description. <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking, like, if we ever get to a point where we can consistently release these episodes. Um, yeah. It's... Personally, I think Sonic the Hedgehog is going to always be carried by the character and not the games the character features in because funny enough i think the best sonic media to have come out in a very long time has been the sonic boom tv show yeah and i think there's something i I don't know how the fuck they did it but there's something so inherently cool about sonic he just looks cool he is cool like he he goes fast he looks fucking chili dogs and like he's it's so sick, but the games fucking suck. And, and I, I just, oh, I don't know. I like, just... no matter like how bad of a game like is attached to the franchise, it's always like there's this, I guess, confidence surrounding the series where it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter that much. Like, there's gonna be something good. Like, whether that be like a comic book, movies. Uh, there's gonna there's an upcoming Netflix animated show. There's fucking um. They're making a short based off of the Sonic movie with, like, Sonic Tails and Knuckles in it. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, at this point, it's like, the games is, like, feels kind of like an afterthought in a way. Yeah. I, I just think it's it, it's so weird. But I, I think Sonic will always carry the franchise. And it will never be the quality of the games or the story. But you shouldn't be going there for the story in the first place. I think uh, Sonic, uh, as a character, is what's going to get people to buy the games. And that and nostalgia like there's some people that are just such hardcore fans that they kind of have to buy the new games you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, it's like me for call of duty like i've been buying cod every year since i was like 12 i kind of have to buy the new one and and, and and the same goes for things like assassin's creed where like i don't even like the series that much anymore but like <laughs> it's like yeah I guess <laughs> but whenever I should, there's a new game whenever there's a new game i'm fucking there I'm there open at night playing it. Yeah, so closing thoughts on Sonic. It's an okay character. Or it's a great character, but just with really painfully mid-games. At least that's how it feels for, like, the past, like, ten years or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'll admit, like, of course the older games are are great and everything, but I feel like the best Sonic games over the last few years have been either A, Generations, which is just a compilation of, like, it's basically a greatest hits game. It is at the very least like a lot of new stuff in it even if it is inspired by old shit yeah and then you have sonic uh mania which is just basically the 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 greatest hits album with some new shit it's like the same thing yeah and generally the reason why that worries me is that generally when a band starts to slow down maybe maybe their guitarist is too old or they're just losing passion that's when they start putting out the greatest hits records (laughs) and something tells me Sonic or Sonic Team, whoever's developing Sonic is so fucking over it. And I think they're just going to milk him and drive him into the ground. Yeah. I think Frontiers is going to suck. I'm going to play it. 
but it's gonna suck. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna play. I'm not expecting like anything great, but I'm gonna play it. I hope it's good. That's just how I always feel about it. Like, like whenever colors. I play something, I don't like, I don't really go into something going, oh, I it, this I I hope that's it's terrible so I can rip it apart. It's like I hope it's good. <laughs> like I spent money. I hope it's good. <laughs> After colors, I'm not even expecting the game to work. Like it, it it's just. If it doesn't crash in the first hour, I'd say that's a that's a solid start. If if the audio works in both ears, that's an improvement. Oh man. Well, those are our thoughts on Sonic the Hedgehog. Do you have any uh, closing thoughts or things you want to say, Nick? I'm a slave to this series. I'm gonna keep buying new games, and hopefully they're gonna be good. I'm not, and that's it. Thank you for joining us on uh, Polar Opposites, and we'll see you guys uh, next time. Take care.